coming to you live from Plug Kids Studios in beautiful Largo, Florida. We are keeping you plugged in with episode 439 of F5 Live Refreshing Technology. This show is a proud part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. I'm Scott. Oh, see? I even said before the show, I have to remember to unmute you. And I'm Danielle. <laughs> it's it's going to be one of those nights. I'm not used to having somebody else in the studio, so it'll throw me off for a little bit. Um, we are here, and wherever you are, and however you may be joining us, whether it be Facebook, iTunes, the podcast play app in the Windows Store right now, uh, Stitcher, live stream, or on our apps, plugkidslive.com slash apps. Uh, thank you for making us a part of your day. Uh, that is, if you're joining us live, we appreciate that. You can do that Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern by going to f5live.tv slash join us. If you don't want to join us live, that is okay. Obviously, if you're live with us, uh, you can chat with us here in the studio, talk to us about uh, the topics as we go. We want to hear your opinions, and in particular, uh, Avram is going to ask in a little while your opinion on a particular question. So if you're in the chat room, that will obviously be easier. But the good news is you can always find us uh, if you have subscribed by going to f5live.tv and clicking the subscribe buttons on the right-hand side. You can subscribe to our flagship show, which is this one here, F5 Live Refreshing Technology, or The Pilch Point, the 3000 Brigade podcast, our special events feed, and our newest series, uh, First Looks. And if you keep checking out the website over the coming weeks, you will see a couple of new shows coming as well. Um, lots of places. If you have subscribed, uh, you can find us, obviously, on uh, social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Google+, wherever we are. You can find us there and uh, participate in the conversation there as well. Uh, so wherever you are and however you've joined us, we appreciate it. Um, obviously, we've been talking the last couple of weeks about some changes, uh, and it's nice to have somebody physically in the room with me again because doing the show... Uh, only remote always feels a little weird. Now, it's it's no different. I have Abram right in front of me. I still see him, and he'll be on in, <laughs> in a few minutes um, on the Pilch Point to talk about um, laptops and things to buy, and in particular, Prime Day coming up, um, which is obviously a great time to buy things because Amazon does all kinds of weird promos. So he'll be talking about what to be watching for and things like that. Um, but he also has a favor to ask of <laughs> of our listeners and our viewers. Um, so, But it's nice to have somebody physically in the room with me, um, especially because the, the studio setup I've had has had Avram only behind me. <laughs> so when I'm talking to the camera, I can barely see him. So it's always like I'm talking to nobody, which oh. feels a little weird. And there's just this disembodied voice coming through my headphones. <laughs> so it's good to have you here. It's good to be here. I'm excited to be back. You haven't been on on the main show in a, long, a while. Yeah. It, like I think I've only really been on once. I was gonna say I think it's been more than a year because I think it was when uh, I think it was when Tiffany was pregnant. 
And I think you came yes. on because the day that because we were yes. pretty sure that she was going to give birth uh, that night. Yep, that's right. And in reality, the night that she actually gave birth, uh, Abram and I finished the show because Nick was here in the studio and had to run away. Oh. <laughs> it was a fascinating night. Uh, but, you know, always lucky to have Abram. I'm always glad to have you on the show. I always like being on the show. And it's going to be fun having you on the main show. So, let's see. The last thing that you and I did was... Was it the, fir- the first... The first first looks show, yeah, or was it in Orlando, or was it MakerCon? Which one came? Oh, it's it was MakerCon. MakerCon Maker was Con. more recently, yeah, because MakerCon somehow just finished getting published. Okay, yeah, because boy, has 2016 been a problem. You're right. <sighs> 2016. It's halfway over. <laughs> I think most people are hoping that the second half will be better than the first. So I am. <laughs> we've got some really cool topics to talk about tonight. We're going to get in in depth with a game, which we don't no- normally do, uh, which Good is going to be <laughs> a lot of fun. It's the game that if you're watching this, you have likely lost time to. Yes. Uh, because almost everybody who is involved in the company has lost at least some time to it. <laughs> uh, some people have spent large blocks of time hanging out at a um, at a performing arts center. Um, <laughs> collecting Pokemon. We will talk about the details of the game in a little bit. But uh, before we do that, I just want to uh, talk a little bit about some of the things that we've got coming up. Um, at the end of this month, uh, a couple of the 3000 Brigade members will be coming up to Tampa and uh, we will be hanging out at uh, MetroCon here in Tampa. Whoop, whoop. Um, Trey and I are going to be piloting a new uh, format for a show that we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot and see what we think, see if we end up liking it, and whether we can get the uh, response that we want from it. So that is potentially one of the new feeds that you will see show up uh, on the website soon. Uh, Danielle, Marissa, and I have been working on a a new series concept. I think you and I have been talking about it for at least a year and a half. Yeah. And the problem that we have had has been figuring out how to actually film it Mm -hmm. because timing was a problem. Mm -hmm. And we figured out on Monday that if we added Marissa to the mix, the problem was solved. And was she interested? Did you talk to her? Oh, yes. Yes. She and I have talked about it. She's very excited. So, um, we're gonna. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be an inter- you gotta watch. It's gonna be an interview style show um, with a single host at a time and a guest, uh, and we're gonna kind of switch out who the hosts are throughout the month. They will get published on a regular basis, um, depending on how many interviews we get, somewhere between two and five times a week, um, and we'll ramp it up as the show gains some steam. Uh, but the idea is that the hosts will kind of get mixed around uh, throughout the thing which will be pretty cool um and we have had uh i have contacted a couple of our previous interviews um one of our our good friends from ces uh one of our good friends from collision last year have both volunteered to uh to help train marissa in particular so that uh she can have some some interview experience uh uh, quinn is going to do a little bit of 
being a difficult interview. Oh no. And being <laughs> being an easy interview. Are you, you're recording these, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see the way she responds to absolutely. Like, a lot of the things. I'll I'll watch. <laughs> so, uh, because uh, for those of you who watch a lot of our shows, you'll probably recognize Marissa. She's one of the hosts of our newest uh, series, First Looks, and. Uh, She's absolutely adorable. She's wonderful, but she's only done one event. So uh, we're going to give her... she did pretty well. She did really well for yeah. her first time. But we're going to give her a little bit of training before we throw her in the deep end. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so several of our past interviews will be coming back to help train her, which will be wonderful. Awesome. It's, it's good to have friends who are uh, PR. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, definitely keep an eye on the site because there are going to be a bunch of new shows. I've got uh, some personal stuff that's going to be coming out, too, um, that may go right to YouTube. I don't quite know yet. Um, and then this week we are going to go back to publishing a teaser episode. So, if you have come to us from the teaser episode, welcome. Uh, whether it be you came from YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or wherever you happen to find us, uh, Welcome. And subscribe to all the new shows on the right. And with that, let's do this. This week's Nifty Gifties on F5 Live is proudly powered by the Microsoft Store. Right now, there's always deals going on, but right now, what we have is uh, a deal on the Surface Book and Dock Bundle, uh, $250 off of a brand new Surface Book with a docking station, which is a wonderful addition. Um, whether or not you have a laptop stand to go with it, a docking station <laughs> is uh, a great addition, especially when you have limited ports on a device or you want to use your laptop as your primary computing device, pair this with a laptop stand and you're good to go. Also, if you are a student right now, deals on a Surface and Xbox One for students. You can get a Surface Pro 4 and an Xbox One with an extra controller, an extra free game of your choice from a limited uh, selection plus a Surface Pro 4 uh, starting at 878 so you're going to save $449 plus you're going to get a $50 Microsoft Store gift card um, added to that to be used in the Microsoft Store on either the Surface or um, the Xbox One because when the anniversary update comes out in less than a month you will have a uh, fully functional Windows Store on your Xbox One as well, so you can use that all over the place for games and all kinds of stuff. And you can get that deal by going to f5live.tv slash Microsoft. So speaking of Microsoft, let's talk about Android. Uh, <laughs> and I say that because uh, most manufacturers pay Microsoft more for Android than they do uh, Google. Anyway, so that's not what we're going to talk about, though. What we're going to talk about is security, because like Abram and I said, I think last week, security is one of the things that everybody needs to needs to focus on, whether it be on your your desktop, your tablet, your laptop, your phone, everywhere you are, you need to focus on security. There's always a possibility of 
downloading something that you don't want. Uh, I think last week we talked about uh, security as it pertained to, uh, I think, Windows proper. Uh, in this case, we're talking about Android. And we talk about this occasionally because um, it's a problem. Because Android is based on Linux and Linux has a super user concept uh, that exists no matter what you do, uh, there's always the possibility of malware. And pair that with Google not having quite the submission process that, say, Apple or Microsoft have in their app stores. And what you end up with is some pretty nasty bugs but that aren't necessarily easy to get. Now, all three platforms have the ability to download an app that you just don't pay attention to the permissions on, right? You download a thing, it looks like it's gonna be a free-to-play game, you download it and it steals all your contacts. Okay, you gave them permission to do that. That's a little different than what we have here. Um, a new piece of malware in Android called Hummingbad uh, currently affecting as many as 10 million Android devices, most of them in China, 70% uh, or more in China. Um, but basically what this thing does is it comes down with an app and then it roots your device, which is that, that super user account on Linux. It roots the device and then uh, serves you ads. Fortunately, that's all it does. Um, there, it could be a whole lot worse. <laughs> Because when a device, uh, when software roots your device, it tends to be nasty. In this case, all it's doing is serving ads. Now, that's obnoxious. <laughs> yes. Nobody likes ads. But at least it's fairly innocuous. It's not as bad as it could be. But like, right. how bad could it be? Well, what could they do with this kind of... Well, once, you, once something has root access on, on Linux, it could read all your contacts without your permission. It could access uh, application data without your permission. It could perform actions. I've seen uh, stuff as, uh oh, I've seen stuff as uh, complicated as, um, as uh, key loggers and stuff show up from this stuff. It's a real pain. Um, Fortunately, that's not what these guys are doing, but they could, and that's where the real problem comes in. Do they in. have any intention? So the thing that makes this one interesting versus a lot of other past, um, other past things is that the, the, comp the, the group that put it together is actually a an ad serving platform. Mm -hmm. So they, um, they have a reason to show ads, right? Like they, they have a, a vested interest in showing ads. They don't necessarily have a vested interest in stealing your devices. And Avram points out that, um, that you can also root your device. It's, it's not, necessarily like the process is not necessarily malicious but when apps just do it it tends to be for malicious purposes mm -hmm. and in this case it's technically it's malicious but in the grand scheme of things it's fairly benign it could be a whole lot worse um 
they don't have a whole lot of reason to go beyond what they're doing right now, which is just serving ads, which is good. Um, but if they were to flip the switch, they could steal a lot of data. They could do a lot of damage both to your device and possibly to your relationships with your friends and family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you end up getting spammed, they end up getting spammed by what appears to be you. You know, it can it can damage your relationship with your friends and family. Um, and is there any like justice for no? This? See, that's the thing. Um, <laughs> when these things come out, what tends to happen is um, we find out about them from a security firm, which in this case, uh, the security firm is Checkpoint. Um, they released information about it as a warning. They currently do not have a solution to it, nor do they have a count of apps uh, that are infected. I infected, and I, I put the air quotes on there on purpose, and I'll explain why in a second. Um, but yeah, they don't have a solution for it right now. They don't have a way to detect it, and they don't have a list of apps that are currently infected. Now, I use the air quotes because it's possible that the apps could legitimately be infected. And here's what I mean by that. The apps could have partnered with a legitimate corporation that serves ads to put ads into their application without knowing that the library they've installed also <laughs> does all of this other stuff. Yikes. So it's possible that these, these app companies could have thought that they were partnering with a legitimate corporation for a legitimate purpose when behind the scenes what's happening is it's making them look bad, it's screwing people who have the devices and try to download their apps. It, and so, are they able to fix this themselves, the apps? Um, so, potentially. What I would recommend is any company who has partnered with YingMob who wants to uh, be considered a legitimate app company, go replace your app provider. Go to Google, go to Microsoft, go to Yahoo, go to whoever is serving, who's offering mobile ad libraries and switch who's providing your ads because it's quite possible that your ads are the infection and you don't know it. So if you've partnered with YingMob for your advertising anywhere, it's a Chinese company, so if you're a US company, who's trying to provide an app in the Chinese market and trying to have you know Chinese language ads, find somebody else. These are the wrong people to partner with. If you are an Android user, um, as we have said before, we will likely have to say again, um, but we'll say it right now, if you're an Android user, and really any platform user, because like I said earlier, this kind of malware isn't the only kind that exists, iOS and and Windows can be subject to, uh, you've got an app, you know, you've got a flashlight app, great, but it uh, reads all of your contacts. Well, you don't want that. So be, be cautious when you download an app of what permissions that it's asking for. Always look at the permissions that it's asking for. If it is asking for a whole list of things that don't make sense, if, if a flashlight app is asking for permission to access the internet, and to, uh, to read your contacts, don't download it. Your flashlight doesn't need access to that. Now, in the flashlight's case, it does need access to your camera or it can't turn the light on, so that's not an odd one. Um, so look at your permissions and 
make sure you've typed the name right. If you've typed Facebook, but you've missed an O, make look, make sure that it's not a hijack app that you're downloading. That is the best way to make sure that you're not going to download this kind of crap on your device and end up with all kinds of stuff in the background because it can happen to anybody. We can all make a typing mistake. We can all have autocorrect, you know, come in underneath and screw us and add a letter to make it a word that's supposed to be a word, but that's not the name of the app. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know. it, it could start off with just like pesky ads or just, but it can get worse. So yeah, absolutely. They can flip careful. a switch. So, uh, you know, when you're typing in Flickr, make sure that Apple's not changing the name and adding an E. <laughs> and then now you've gotten a hijack app. So just be vigilant in downloading anything, whether it be on your mobile or not. Be vigilant about what you're downloading. Make sure you're only getting the things that you mean to download because uh, it can be really nasty if you're not careful. This week's Pilch Point on F- on Plug It's Live, F- F5 Live, where are we? We're on F5 Live. <laughs> wow. Is proudly powered by Monster Products. These wonderful headphones you see on our head right now are the uh, Monster Elements, currently available in a variety of colors. I'm, I'm a big fan of the the uh, platinum ones. I know you're in I love with gold. your gold ones. <laughs> um, Everyone asks about them. <laughs> me too. I wore mine on the Fourth of July, and people kept asking. I wore them at school, them. and oh, everyone's yeah. like, "Whoa!" Those are awesome. So. Um, a whole variety of headphones from Monster available, whether you like the, the full on-ears like these, uh, or the over-the-ears like these, the on-ears like uh, my DNAs, in-ears like the DNA in-ears or the iSports, there's probably a set of headphones that is going to fit your lifestyle and uh, your desires, including if you happen to be a big fan of Ghostbusters, Right now, there are three limited edition Ghostbusters headphones. Um, There are the ones that I'm wearing right now, where the Ghostbusters logo is right there on the inside, where that currently says R. On the Ghostbusters one is the Ghostbusters logo, both sides. Awesome. There are also a pair of on-ear and in-ear ROCs with the Ghostbusters logo, the original first-run... uh, anti-ghost logo from from the original movies that is uh, emblazoned on all three of them they are all available but obviously you're going to be paying a premium for the Ghostbusters logo but that's okay because if you're a Ghostbusters fan you'll be perfectly fine with that you can find out uh, all the headphones that are available and cables and all the other products that Monster carries by going to f5live.tv slash monster And that music means that it is time for the Pilch Point with online editorial director of Laptop Magazine and Tom's Guide, Avram Pilch. Avram, are you there? Yes, I am. Excellent. How are you doing? Great. Great. I love the dancing. You know, you get to my age, you hear something that sounds relatively like Judas Priest, and you're like, eh. 
<laughs> Especially since that's my music. Oh, man. I need a loop of that to play when I get up in the morning, so I'm just ready <laughs> to go for the day. You know? that, I, that's my... Uh, I, I have always I have always kind of imagined you starting your day with that music like that's on your phone waking you up. I can just see him doing like a little like if dance. You it, if you send me like the like pure loop of it, it might just be. That would I'll be great. It. I'll play it. I'll play it for my I'll play it for my son when he's trying to use when he's learning to use the potty. Be like, look, this should inspire you. <laughs> Oh my goodness! You, you just have to be careful that he doesn't get excited and start dancing around the way you do, because it may <laughs> end up backfiring. You know, uh, our song can always be a potty training song. <laughs> oh my goodness! Use, use whatever tools you have. Fair um, enough. But um, well, but speaking of tools, which we'll talk about in a second, uh, I, we are doing a lot of reporting about not potty training, but. <laughs> but about uh, tech and uh, things you should buy for back to school on uh, laptopmag.com and tomsguide.com. And of course, I'll be tweeting about all this stuff on my Twitter at Geek and Chief. Um, but uh, speaking of tools, before we talk about tonight's topic, which is shopping for back to school and getting a good deal, which is important now, it's, it's early July. I just wanted to throw it out there for anyone in the chat room or listening later. Um, to uh, tweet me at, at Geek and Chief if you have or uh, or to uh, chat it out um, if you have any ideas for this plug uh, this this Chrome extension I'm working on if this works well I'll, I'll try to do it for Firefox too and and for Edge although I don't know if Edge allows this the idea of this extension which is just the first time I'm working on something where it might I might actually get to publish it to the public I do a lot of um, extensions and tools that we use in in the office um, is that it allows you to create a whitelist of sites that are only those sites can play audio uh, which you know can it can be an annoyance when you're visiting the web and some site starts auto playing audio and like your boss doesn't know and like you're ah, it's scary, you know <laughs> obviously you can turn off your you can wear headphones or turn off your speaker that's a clue that's those things help too sure. but if you want like oh i want audio to play here and not there um i think it would be neat to be able to say like okay i want f5live.tv to always be able to play audio but i don't trust this newyorktimes.com so <laughs> so prompt me uh to tell me if they want to play audio things like that anyway more on that later but i'm looking for for names for this plugin uh, I have some ideas. I don't know if they're too cute or you want to be too literal. I was thinking of maybe Silent Sight or Shut Up Chrome uh, to be followed by, you know, Shut Up Firefox and Shut Up Edge um, to, you know, Audio Blocker uh, to Sound Buster. Um, so I kind of like I'm, that one. Sound Buster. That's kind of the working title I have right now. Okay. Um, but. But anyway, curious uh, curious to get people's input. Excellent. So those of you in the chat room or uh, listening later, if you're in the chat room, uh, give us your ideas now. If you're not in the chat room right now and you're subscribed, that's okay. Uh, you can find us on, on Twitter and Facebook and Google Plus and wherever you happen to find us, let us know. 
Yeah, I'd be I'd be really curious to to hear people's ideas. So and and I'd be curious to hear if they would actually use such an extension. Sure. Anyway, uh, on to things that are more immediately useful. Um, we're coming. Uh, we're co even though it's July, uh, a lot of college students uh, have to count have to go to you know have to to sc school starts what for some folks, August fifteenth even end of August, uh, certainly by beginning of September. So now we're in the heart of in the technology world back to school season the new laptops have come out um the new computers have come out a lot of the devices that most of the devices that were going to come out in time for back to school uh were announced or came out uh as of june uh we're going to see some big sales uh particularly this week on tuesday amazon is holding what it calls prime day which means if you're a prime member you can get these lightning deals throughout the day a lot of which will be on technology products. We'll be reporting on that throughout the day on on Laptop Mag, uh, particularly the laptop deals, and on Tom'sGuide.com, the other types of deals. Um, so definitely be looking out for those. The types of things that are good to get on sale always are, you know, if you need a laptop, if you need a primary PC, if you need a phone, you may or may not find the one that you want on sale. Right. But I guarantee that when there are big sales going on, that's a great time to stock up on the other sorts of things that you've kind of need regularly, but aren't, um, you know, you're not wedded to a particular one. Like picking a phone or a laptop is really important. You don't want to just, oh, this one's on sale, let me get it. Right. But, you know, if you need an SSD, if you need a monitor, if you need uh, more memory cards for your, uh, uh, you know, for your camera, uh, anything to if you need some RAM, those are um, if you need some speakers, anything that's sort of accessory related or peripheral, uh, it's always that's when you see big sales, that's a great time to look for that kind of thing because it's a little bit more fungible to say, mm, I don't really necessarily have to have just this one monitor. Um, now, let's talk briefly about if you are shopping for your big. Um, purchase this year uh, what what to get. Uh, on LaptopMag.com we have a best college laptops for folks that are going into college uh, and we've divided it up by major. Um, I won't wow. get into all of the different things for different majors. It obviously really depends on what you know what your needs are not just for your major but what your kind of uh, you know your your style is and your budget is. Our best overall pick just going kind of right down the middle for like, well, I just, what's the best college laptop overall right now is the ThinkPad 13. Uh, why, why the ThinkPad 13? Well, you're getting something that is business tough, very light, and gives you some really premium features and the best keyboard on the entire market for a starting price of around $600. So very, very affordable. Um, the ThinkPad 13, as we've shown, I think, on earlier episodes of the show, is 3.1 pounds, so very light. It's got a full HD display, which is something that we tell everybody to get. It's got an SSD, which is something that we tell everybody to get. Uh, and it has USB Type-C, which is, which is a really great feature to have on your laptop. Uh, and you can charge over the USB Type-C. So, um, and it's uh, got, made of premium materials, got aluminum lid. And it had and uh, mil spec tested for uh, drop tests and things like that. So 
so we like so we like that one overall. Uh, if you want to splurge for something more portable, there's the Dell's XPS 13, and then we have things that are more powerful for folks that are either going into business uh, major, law school, uh, science, um, you know, programming, uh, video editing, uh, those sorts of things. Uh, we, speaking of, of Microsoft, we, we think that the Surface Book is actually a decent choice for uh, medical students or people who have to kind of do rounds because you've got something really powerful and long lasting, but you can also detach it as a tablet and walk around and take notes with it. I can so, see that. Um, so, there. So, those are some of the things that that we've picked out. If you're shopping for a child who's going back to school, and you know, someone maybe child is a broad term. If you're shopping for someone junior high or younger, um, we definitely recommend something less expensive. Um, Asus has. If you are are up for a Chromebook which not everybody is, but in education, very popular. Asus's C202, which is a little over $200, is absolutely indestructible. We have a video where we dropped that thing from, I think it was like four feet, five feet, um, and it doesn't get a scratch. It's designed to be like indestructible, and it is, one of, it is more rugged than a lot of the, the, like the tough books and construction uh, site notebooks that we've used and that's only a little over $200 um, we we also like a lot the um, the Lenovo IdeaPad Mix 310 which uh, is a detachable that you can get for around $300 um, and that is a good first Windows computer if your kid doesn't have to have the detach detachable ability uh, then definitely uh, Lenovo's idea, um, IdeaPad 100S is about $170 for an 11-inch Windows notebook. So uh, those are just a few ideas, but I really um, encourage everyone to check out our resources on laptopmag.com on how to buy a student notebook, uh, what a student notebook, uh, you know, what student notebooks good for different majors, and to uh, keep an eye on our coverage for Prime Day, where you may be able to pick up some of these notebooks and or uh, other things that you need for going back to school, like a monitor and a keyboard and a mouse, uh, which I would definitely, if you have a desk in your dorm room, hook your computer up, your laptop up to when you're, when you're in, uh, when you're back in your room. Absolutely. And uh, uh, laptop stands as well. <laughs> yes, and laptop stands, uh, which, I, which I should have mentioned. Uh, because Scott actually was great and contributed our list of best laptop stands. We also have student backpacks, uh, all kinds of stuff. I was actually over. looking at that backpack list myself because I've got a, a couple here for review, and I was curious if they fit into the list. So It's, it's interesting. There's so many choices in the backpack world. Uh, you know, it's really, it's really hard to decide. Right now I'm using a... A Dakine, uh, which they make a few nice, nice bags, um, but there's there's a lot of bags out there. I really like the ones that have chargers in them. Yeah. Although I don't have a great need for that at the moment, but there's that's that's kind of a cool thing happening. So, 
anyway, we will have all the stuff, all these resources on lettomhack.com, thomasguide.com. And please give me your ideas and at Deacon Chief on Twitter. Absolutely. I would imagine uh, there's a lot of potential for some creative names to come out of our viewership. Yeah, I'd also like to know if people are actually interested in this thing. It's yeah. just kind of a, a lark that I decided, hey, I haven't done it. I do a lot of um, kind of side projects for work where we're using Chrome extensions and Firefox extensions that I wrote um, for our work, that those are not not public. And I thought, oh, you know, this is something I've always wanted to have for myself. Has anyone else done it? And I looked around and I hadn't see, I didn't see any extension that does this ability to whitelist. And so I was like, oh, okay, how hard would that be to build? And I started looking into it and it seems I'm, a, I'm like 70% uh, finished with something that's testable right now. And it seems it's, I haven't hit too many roadblocks. So Awesome. Well, I look forward to, uh, to seeing it in action and uh, I will be more than willing to help you test it, obviously. Great. All right. All right. Well, we will... Uh, as always, thanks for joining us, Avram, and uh, we will see you get, see you back next week. Always a pleasure. This week's Extra Life on F5 Live is proudly powered by Origin. Right now, on the house, Battlefield Hardline Betrayal, 100% free. You can get it right now. All you have to do is install Origin, and it is yours forever. But that is not where... The free stuff is great, but that is not where Origin shines. Where Origin shines is with Origin Access, $4.99 a month, unlimited play of all of the games in the vault. And now the stuff in the vault, you know, you hear about these types of things and what you normally think of is a whole bunch of old games, but that's not what we've got here. We've got stuff like FIFA 16, Battlefield Hardline, where you can then add your extension in uh, for free. Uh, Titanfall Deluxe Edition, uh, a couple of Need for Speeds, Battlefield 4, The Sims 3, uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, all kinds of stuff. The list goes on, I mean, everything from Peggle to Mass Effect. There's so much stuff available, uh, and it's 4 9 you can play it all you want, you can switch from game to game whenever you want. It's a great deal, and you can find out all the games and sign up by going to f5live.tv slash origin. Mm -hmm. one of those nights. All right. So. We've talked about mobile gaming a lot. <laughs> um, and, in fact, I believe Avram and I spoke about it last week. And... Um, Mobile gaming is, maybe it was two weeks ago, mobile gaming is, is taking off in a pretty big way. Um, you know, anytime an industry like video games can suddenly include my mother, right, into, into the, the, the user base, you know that an industry is growing. 
Um, and it's it's all because of, of mobile games. And when we think of mobile, we tend to think of casual games. Mm-hmm. This isn't the case. This isn't this. No. Um, <laughs> the game that is going to guarantee and mobile is already gaming addicting. success was released this week. It's It has been one of the the most anticipated mobile games definitely of the year, possibly of the industry. It's Pokemon Go. If you have not um, heard of Pokemon Go, I'm surprised you're watching or listening to the show. <laughs> because um, I, I was telling a friend of mine who uh, had not heard of the game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, have you not been on Facebook? In the last it's 48 hours? Because I can't scroll 10 stories in any direction without seeing something about Pokemon Go. Now, granted, I do have 40 plus people from the 3000 Brigade mm-hmm. on my list, so that skews it a little bit. But I've seen other people's Facebooks and people who aren't part of the group who are sharing Pokemon Go stuff. So let's talk about it real quick. We'll cover what it is quickly. It is a augmented reality game which is the reason why i'm most excited about it everybody who knows anything about me and the vr gaming stuff i have been saying that i think ar is where it's going to be really interesting i don't think vr is nearly as interesting as ar and here we have an augmented reality game on the market right now um with a major franchise backing it the idea is um you are a, uh, a pokey trainer, right? Mm-hmm. And you are wandering around the world trying to catch the creatures. And the way, the way you do that is by walking around the real world. Mm-hmm. So there's part of your AR. You can't sit on the couch and play this game. And I, right. I, I know because <laughs> I want to sit on the couch and play this game. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, obviously I've got my Microsoft band and um, I have had to kick my step goal for the day up because I have been hitting it way too quickly in the day. Wow. Um, I That's awesome though. Absolutely. For a game to actually push you to do more in your day. Yep. I have um, I hit my new enhanced goal before you arrived for the show tonight. <laughs> so um, it's, it's definitely getting people up and moving. Now once you once you catch your collection, right, which you do through augmented reality, um, they show up, you click on them, they come up on your screen using your camera, you have to find them in your view, you throw your Pokeballs at them, um, capture them, they come into your collection, and now what do you do with them? Well, now you have to train them. Mm-hmm. Just like any of the other Pokemon games, you have to train them. How do you train them? Well, you train them at gyms. Hmm, that sounds familiar. It's all based on the lore and the, the established rules of the Pokemon universe. The difference is that these gyms are in the real world, and you have to find them. Uh, there are two conditions for a gym. They can be part of your team or not. If you go to a gym that is part of your team, you can train. If you go to a gym that is not part of your team, your goal is to capture said gym for your team. It is not necessarily easy, especially if you're by yourself. The good news is you can work with friends, such as uh, the 3000 Brigade, where almost everybody is Team Mystic, and um, we can 
team up on a gym to try and claim it. And uh, I saw somebody on Facebook uh, mention Joe had a screenshot of a gym that she was the top of. And they're like, is this you? Yep. And if you go look at that gym, it's all 3KB members. <laughs> so uh, you leave behind one of your Pokemon to guard the gym. And I think there can be three or so people that are all guarding the gym together. Anyway, uh, it's all based on reality. There's also a thing called Pokestops uh, where you pick up supplies which you will need. Uh, my recommendation, so so that's the game. So now let's talk about kind of things that we've picked up about the game. Uh, first, if you are throwing a Pokeball and you miss, you can pick it back up. Nobody knows. Nobody knows that, now you do. Just found out. So you are ahead of the game now. Uh, you can pick them up, just touch them, and they come back into your hand. So enjoy. Uh, also... Um, Pokestops, the place to find them. So, all of the locations that are in this game are actually from the the uh, developer's previous game where you went around and put portals or something on things. Like, you would tag places. I don't know a whole lot about the game. All I know is they scraped the data from their first game, from or from their last game, to produce the locations for this one. So, what it tends to be is... Artistic, interesting things. Fountains are very popular. Um, murals are very popular. My school. I would imagine so. Yep. Um, if you have a performing arts center, there are probably lots of them. Um, I know the one in uh, Fort Lauderdale has, I think I heard, has 13 Pokestops and three gyms. Just at the Performing Arts Center. Oh my gosh. That, by the way, is the one that uh, Joe from the 3000 Brigade is currently at the top of. Anyway, so... Anywhere from, like, churches to Steak yep. and Shake. Yep. Uh, Could be an important stop for you. Absolutely. But if you are looking for a good mass of them in one place, go to an artistic-based facility. We have the Botanical Gardens right down the street from me. And um, you almost can't see the map for the Pokestops. <laughs> it's the place I was telling you about earlier as you leave. Just look at the map and you won't be able to see it. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's absolutely unbelievable how many there are uh, there. So if you're looking for Pokestops, particularly to get Pokeballs, which you will need because you will run out of them pretty quickly, um, they are what you're looking for. The big blue uh, diamonds. Look for the big blue diamonds. They turn to circles when you get close. That is what you're looking for. Spin them and you can collect stuff. Um, anyway, so it's a really interesting game. There are fascinating little tips and tricks. There's a setting that allows you to uh, save your battery so that you can keep it running. And uh, if you flip the phone upside down, it will uh, turn the screen off, but keep the app running, which is pretty cool. There's a little clip you can buy, uh, Pokemon Go Plus, that'll vibrate. And uh, it has a little LED to let you know why it's vibrating, whether you found a, a stop, a gym, or a Pokemon. Uh, lots of really interesting ways to interact with the game. Lots of fun. Uh, we were messing around with it earlier. because We were, we were running around trying to find a Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, we, we were sitting here prepping for the show and uh, happened to look at the thing. And there was a Pikachu around. And I'm like, all right, well, let's go see if we can find it before it runs away. And we didn't. Uh, we didn't, and it ran away. Uh, <laughs> I assume that probably some kid in the area was trying to interact with it and 
wasn't strong enough and it ran away. So mm. sadness. Anyway, um, there are stories on top of stories about this game, like in real life and everything. But I can't stress this enough: do not drive and play this game. It's all over the internet about pe- how people are driving and getting into accidents. Yeah. However, what you do want to do is you want to get a group of friends together. Yes. Have one of them drive and um, you just go. go collect stuff. It's the best way. Um, just don't I, drive and do it. Uh, Trey, who is the host of the 3000 Brigade podcast, was telling me earlier that um, they went to the Performing Arts Center and one person drove and they just went around in circles around the facility <laughs> Because by the time you make it back around, all the Pokestops are available again. So you can just keep driving around in circles. So it's 12 every time you make a loop around the, the facility. And so that, perfectly fine. Um, um, if you're doing, uh, if you are incubating an egg, you have to stay under 10 miles an hour. So keep that in mind. If you're in a car and driving around, you will not get any distance on your incubation for uh, driving around unless you stay under 10 miles an hour. So uh, that's your magic number, 10 miles. It may not be 10 miles an hour, it might be 10 kilometers per hour because the whole thing's in metric, but it's somewhere kind of right in that range. Uh, So try and stay in that range if you're in a car. Yeah, (laughs) go slow and you can get uh, distance on your incubations. I have successfully incubated two. I have been playing way too much. I haven't, and I want to. Um, I think it's, it's more fun to play around when you're with someone, and you can be. just like go around and do. See, what I have done is I have I have spent a lot of time on the phone with Trey, messing around with talking her. about it. Yeah. Um, because it has infected our whole group. Yeah. Grab a friend, go out, throw some pokeballs, come back home. Absolutely. So um, right now, the game is in the wild for iOS and Android. Um, The developer has talked about things they want to add to the game. There is one thing that is currently missing that is an essential aspect of the Pokemon universe, and that is being able to trade them with friends and family and, I suppose, strangers. Um, That is currently not available, and it's baffling that it launched without that capability. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it is currently not available, but... Um, the developer has said that it's definitely something that's coming. Uh, they also talked about kind of niceties, things that they think would be a lot of fun to add. Um, and one of the things that they talked about was they want to build it for um, HoloLens. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. HoloLens slash uh, Google Glass, if they ever release another version of that, since they've totally given up on it for right now i mean i probably won't be able to do it but other people can definitely go for the hololens and all that stuff why wouldn't you be able to do it I just, no i i want one so bad because again ar is the thing that is exciting to me it's not vr so the hololens is a, a pretty exciting thing or um i suppose the htc5 uh, with Microsoft Holographic would also be able to run it AR VR because that's going to be a weird scenario. But anyway, so they've talked about all kinds of cool things, things that they want to do, things that they are going to do, like trading. I can't believe that trading is not in there. Isn't that like the fundamental aspect of the Pokemon universe? Well, maybe they did it so that they can get a whole nother talk about it. Like, it's that big talk now. Yeah. And then once it comes out, it'll be another big talk. 
Now, the initial conversation wasn't necessarily positive as the servers were crashing every few minutes. Yes. Uh, especially the first 24 hours. Yes. It was so bad. That, I couldn't even touch it. Yeah. Apparently, I know people who try to download it and even the downloading. Yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't even necessarily slow. get the app. Um, but because, once you got it and once the servers work, yeah, now it's they, fun. They do still occasionally choke. I had them choke once today. Um, but for the most part, they're... They're pretty stable now, um, but I had somebody cut me off on the road today because they saw a pokey stop. Went across three lanes of traffic. Don't do it, guys. <laughs> so yeah, definitely be smart about playing. There are ways to drive around and play that are not stupid, um, but that is not it. I guess is the important takeaway from all of this. Um, if once the trading capability is out and the ability to add friends uh, is in the wild, uh, we will put our information out on uh, on the page so you can find us and you can trade with us. Because I can tell you, we have some uh, crazy friends in the uh, in the crew that would be more than happy to uh, interact. So, of course. This week's news from the tubes on F5 Live is proudly powered by Rift Tracks, apparently celebrating their 10-year anniversary right now. Uh, the, way, the way this works is basically they make fun of movies, uh, full-length movies, shorts, from blockbusters to um, something you've never heard of called Time Chasers. And uh, it's the best. They've got... A little bit of everything. Uh, the way it usually works is for three or four dollars, you download the MP3, play it along with the DVD, Netflix, Amazon, wherever you happen to have the movie, and laugh and laugh and laugh. But uh, from time to time, they also do live events, and the live events are wonderful. In fact, the Time Chasers that we're watching uh, right now uh, is from a live event. Uh, they had one. Uh, just a week or so ago, it was the Mystery Science Theater 3000 reunion event. Uh, all of the cast and crew got back together and did a special event. If you missed it, it's okay, because uh, in two days, July 2nd, they are doing an encore presentation in theaters nationwide. Uh, we should figure out to go see it. That I, from what I understand, it was wonderful. Um, you can find out all of the theaters that are playing it. You can find out all the movies that are available and all the shorts you can download by going to f5live.tv slash tracks with an X. I always love doing the live events with you guys. They're always so much fun. Yeah. I like the Sharknado stuff. Yes. Sharknado in particular. Did, did we see Sharknado 3 with tracks? I don't think they've done it. Well, I'm waiting, guys. <laughs> that one would be really good with Rift Tracks. Absolutely. It was like it was made for it. it Although kind of all, all of them. All of them are. Because <laughs> they have never taken themselves seriously. Um, all right. So into internet news. Uh, Facebook is in trouble. Big surprise. Uh, this time with the Department of Justice, which does not make their troubles better. So... Um, Here's what happened. They transferred intellectual property from corporate to a subsidiary, a wholly owned subsidiary in Ireland, 
which is not uncommon. It kind of happens all the time because uh, Ireland's intellectual property taxes and uh, taxes for revenue based on intellectual property is far, far lower than uh, what we deal with here in the United States. So it's not unusual for a US-based company to transfer their IP out of the country. What is unusual, however, is um, doing the transfer for a fraction of its market value. And here's why, because that's not legal. So if you're gonna sell the, sell the uh, intellectual property, even to yourself, you have to sell it at a value that it's worth. Um, otherwise, you're um, a tax dodger. That's, you're breaking the law. And uh, so the IRS maintains that that is exactly what Facebook did, sold their intellectual property to themselves, to a subsidiary for a fraction of uh, its value and, quote, underestimated by billions of dollars. Uh-oh. They skirted taxable income on billions of dollars. And what makes them think that that's a good idea? Yeah. Why did they think that they were going to get away with it? Probably because they decided they weren't going to cooperate with the uh, with the investigation. I mean, who works there? <laughs> like, well, Zuckerberg, who kind of proves time and again that he's disconnected from reality. So there's that. I just can't believe someone would actually think that that could work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't look like it's going to. Uh, the Department of Justice has gotten involved and filed suit to force Facebook to turn over all of the documents that the IRS has asked for. Now it is uh, it would be a breach of a court order if they don't turn it over once uh, the DOJ gets their their order, which will not take long. It is all but guaranteed um, because this is an established problem. The idea of transferring intellectual property out of the country is not a new scenario. It will not be difficult for the DOJ to say, this is what happened. We th the IRS thinks that you know, they devalued their content. We just need to investigate. The court's going to say, yep, no problem. Here you go. And Facebook will have to turn it over. They will likely, the fact that they're refusing to uh, cooperate suggests that the IRS is correct, and so they will have to pay the taxes on the the income that should have happened. They will have to pay penalties for skirting tax law, and they're going to have to pay all the legal fees because the DOJ had to get involved. And so, good job, guys! You saved nothing. And how much money is is the difference between how much they would have paid and how much they? are paying now oh there's no telling there there's no telling but it's not going to be good what makes you think that that's a good idea you're just paying more than you were no. originally supposed to that's legal i i kind of feel like there are no business people inside of facebook um and it's like, such a big corporation that like yeah how do you i mean they're on the radar yeah for, and that's the thing they're on the radar, not just because they're a big company, but because they've gotten themselves in trouble before, like uh, illegally purchasing Instagram, for example. Um, they totally broke 
broke the law in making that purchase because they were supposed to be in their quiet period before their uh, initial public offering of stock. <laughs> Oops. So everybody's already watching them because it's clear they're not paying attention and then internally. Don't do... I can't. It's it's all very silly. Facebook put out a... Uh, um, a statement that said Facebook complies with all applicable rules and regulations in the countries where we operate. Um, that was their whole statement in response to uh, what both the Department of Justice and IRS have said. Um, that was their whole statement. So an interesting group of people. There's no way they come out ahead on this thing. So um, I guess it's a good thing that I don't have any stock in the company. This week's DRM Not Included on F5 Live is proudly powered by Groove Music. 40 plus million tracks available to stream and download on up to three devices right now for only $9.99 a month. Now, we've got a couple of deals for you. Um, uh, apparently, Microsoft sent out a big email to a whole bunch of people uh, that just joined Windows 10 offering them 14 day free trial of Groove Music. I've got good news for you. Don't sign up for it. If you uh, come see us, you will get a full 30 day free trial, a whole month of uh, free streaming and downloading on uh, any platform you've got, really, because you can do it on Windows and Windows Phone, Xbox 360 and Xbox One, iOS, Android, and you can just do it in a web browser. Um, and 40 plus million tracks is uh, the largest of its type. Uh, in in the industry which is it's a tremendous amount of music it's you know it's missing things like all of them are but uh 40 million tracks is a lot it's even okay it's even got the song that the riff tracks sharknado played after the first one live even that song is available (laughs) on groove music i'm not kidding (laughs) There's so much, it's almost hard to find something that's not available. And it's a good available. song, too, so check it out. It actually Ungroove. is. <laughs> so um, go get your 30-day free trial and then uh, sign up for a full year. Uh, you pay for 10 months, get two for free. And you can uh, get both of those deals by going to f5live.tv slash groove. When I discovered that that song was on there. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. Now all you have to do is get groove and then listen to the song if you don't know what we're talking about. I listen to it all the time. (laughs) It is actually in my collection. Anyway, so uh, Avram talked earlier about uh, Prime Day coming up this week, but that's not all that's going on with Amazon. Uh, In addition to trying to grow their Prime sales, they also um, have been trying to make the Prime Instant Video more attractive. Uh, For those of you who don't know, if you are a Prime subscriber, you get Prime Instant Video included already. There's a whole bunch of content in there um, that is available to stream for free on your already existing uh, subscription. And it's available also kind of everywhere. I know it's available in the Xbox and basically all the iOS, Android. You Mm -hmm. can kind of get it anywhere. Um, Your smart TV. Yep. Uh, this week they uh, 
signed a deal with Warner Brothers, bringing 33 new exclusive titles, exclusive titles to uh, Prime Instant Video. And the the list is is wide. It, it's not it's not a small list. I mean, it's it's everything from you know the American President to uh, Dreamcatcher, Final Destination, all of the Lethal Weapons, all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all of the Matrix m- matrices, <laughs> I guess is the plural of that. Twister, uh, all kinds of movies. We've got the full list uh, available over on PlayHitsLive.com. Uh, slash the upstream right now. You can see the whole list. But I think this is a big move for them. They've they've had a lot of trouble with exclusives. Netflix is really good at exclusives. Mm-hmm. Um, though they haven't been great at maintaining them lately, but they have been really good at exclusives. And Amazon has not so much. And it's a bigger incentive to get Amazon Prime. Absolutely. Just to get be able to see all these things just on the instant video. And I, I know, um, personally, I use uh, Amazon Prime Instant um, fairly regularly, especially since they went and added a bunch of the HBO backlog mm-hmm. to it. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there uh, that's particularly attractive to me. Um, so I watch, I watch stuff on there, you know, from time to time. Not maybe not as frequently as I do. Netflix or Hulu, mm-hmm. but you know I do. And now there's even more content. So. Yeah, but you know this is this is stuff that that I am likely to go watch. Space Jam, for example, is one of the titles in there, which uh, by the way is available already. The first part of the list it's alphabetized into two different versions. The top half is already available, and the second half is coming soon. But I mean, all of the Matrix movies are coming exclusively to Prime Instant Video. Like, that's a big deal. Not necessarily because the second and third one are good, or even necessarily the first one was all that good, but because they are, like, big titles. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies are all Prime Instant. That's impressive, Mm -hmm. you know? Not the new one, just the classic ones. But, I mean... That's a lot of that's a lot of movies. I know I'm gonna have a few date nights now watching Amazon Prime Instant with some really good movies. Mm-hmm. Stuff that some of the stuff that I had kind of forgotten about. Ah, Interview with a Vampire. I'm just going through this full list right now. Uh, I didn't read the whole list before, but I mean, there's there's some stuff, some really good stuff in here. Now, is this going to challenge Netflix? Uh, no. Um, have they been doing things to make the service more attractive? Absolutely. Um, you know, they just they put 17 new pilots out um, a couple of weeks ago uh, looking for, for input on them, and they'll end up producing some of them. They've got a bunch of uh, original content. Man in the High Castle, for example, uh, is incredibly popular right now, and that's, that's an Amazon original uh, but you know you've got Netflix doing a lot of originals as well, especially with established franchises. Like they're doing all of the the Marvel stuff, which is big for Netflix. Um, they Netflix just signed a deal with the the CW that a week after um, a season comes down, Netflix is going to have it. Now that's that's a that's a big deal. Um, it's not the kind of deal that we would see with 
with the big guys because three of the four big guys uh, together own Hulu. So, you know, you're not going to see a deal quite like that from uh, Comcast or Disney or uh, uh, News Corp. You know, your Fox, your NBC, your ABC. You're not going to see any of that stuff sign a deal like that. However, here you've got CBS and Warner Brothers signing that deal with with Netflix. So it's a heated battle right now. And it's difficult to choose only one because the battle is so interesting. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> here we're talking, you use at least two of them that I'm aware of. I use all three. You do? Yeah. Okay. And as do I. Mm-hmm. I'm regularly on all three. And uh, when we were prepping for the show, we were talking about Crackle, which is mm-hmm. uh, Sony's semi-competitor. Um, but... You know, not not everybody is is even surviving this because you know Redbox and Verizon had their their thing. They jumped in, and I don't think they survived the full twelve months. Uh, it, it, it's a competitive market, and it looks like nobody is giving up. Everybody is going to keep competing, and that's good for all of us. Yeah. Because you know more content. I know. Whenever I want to find a, a specific movie that I want to see, you check all the ones that you have to find it because at least one of them will uh, probably have it see what i check is an app called can i stream it really yes and you just type it in and it'll tell you what platforms it's available on can i stream it yes okay i love that thing it's i have absolutely no affiliation with these with the developer at all other than the fact that i have had it now for like two years on my phone okay I love it. <laughs> well, I'm going to have it now, so. Good. But exactly, like one of them is bound to have it or even something you don't have, but it's always good to have all three or more, so. Absolutely, especially especially as all three of them really double down on original content. Mm-hmm. Um, it's becoming even more important to have the whole collection. The best time waster in procrastination headquarters. <laughs> I tend to watch uh, to have stuff playing while I'm working. Mm-hmm. Just you know, some people we we've had this conversation offline. Uh, some people like noise and no visual, mm-hmm. and some people like both. Yeah, to be able to keep working. I like music. He likes his talking. Talking. Yeah, I like conversation, and you like music. I know my mom likes watching something that she needs to, or something that she likes. To mm-hmm. go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, you know, particularly the Seth MacFarlane shows are what I tend to fall asleep to. Or you can just binge watch everything on everything to yeah. waste more time. <laughs> Although, you know, Pokemon Go is another great way to <laughs> And waste then you can time. walk around with Pokemon Go and, you know, burn off some calories that you sat sit, or that you gained sitting on the couch eating. Yeah, so what you do is you carry around two phones. <laughs> and on one you have Pokemon and on the other you have Netflix <laughs> Amazon that's the best idea <laughs> you have your headphones in one cocked back <laughs> so you can listen to your uh-huh. uh, Pokemon Go yeah <clears throat> you have you have the full cup on to listen to the show <clears throat> or movie and you have an earbud in underneath mm-hmm. hooked up to the other phone so you can hear 
Pokemon. Or you have the Pokemon Go Plus, the clip, so you don't have to hear it. It vibrates visually and stuff. And if you're really um, <laughs> determined, then you can get like one of those soda cup hats. <laughs> you can just walk around, <laughs> drink whatever you want, <laughs> have like a pocket full of snacks. <laughs> you can go for hours. <laughs> Oh my goodness, are we creating a problem, I think. <sighs> that is our show. I'm crying. <laughs> and I don't know what the end of the show means for you guys, but I think for us it means uh, grabbing our phones and going to play Pokemon some more. Um, because it really is a problem. <laughs> the best problem, though. We're going to go exercise at 10.30. After I have long hit my goal. Um, anyway, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, however it was that you joined us, whether it was live or recorded, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Um, if you enjoy the show, please... Um, comment on it uh, leave us a review on iTunes we really appreciate um, any reviews that we get over on iTunes it helps um, also uh, feel free from the website f5live.tv um, share the episodes for us on Facebook Twitter Google Plus wherever you are please share them because like we talked about with Abram last week the uh, the Facebook algorithm has changed and our input is far less important than yours so we really appreciate any input we can get from you guys. Also, if you jump on social media and like and comment and share uh, from our pages, we'll appreciate that as well. Um, it, it really does help. It's The algorithm change has been a pain in the butt already. I have watched our numbers go down. Anyway, so um, any help we can get from our regulars, we really appreciate it. If you like our show, please tell your friends um, to subscribe and... Uh, and listen, we appreciate that as well. On behalf of the staff that is not here, I'm Scott. And I'm Danielle. And we will see you guys back next week. Ciao.